Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. If you have been trying to declutter your house, and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood, and on the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home so you can focus on what matters most to you as a mom, which I'm guessing isn't those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes you clean up all day. My hope for this podcast is so much more than teaching you to declutter. I record all of my episodes live and in real time so that you can have the experience of a mom friend who gets you and is there for you. My audio isn't perfect, my kids might interrupt us, but the conversations we have are real, impactful, and proof that there are other moms like you that decluttering has worked for. If you want to join me and thousands of other moms for live episodes, go find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Just search Motherhood Simplified and we'll welcome you with open arms. See you soon. Welcome to today's episode, everybody, where we are talking about how to create organizational systems and routines in your home the easy way. Good morning, Edie. So one of the biggest reasons that people come into this group or start listening to this podcast is because they want help with organization, and I support that completely. However, a lot of times we are putting the cart before the horse, right? Meaning we're trying to do the last step first. And I'm going to talk to you today about how to create organizational systems and routines in your home the easiest way possible so that, so it can be the easiest, the easiest way for you, right? So that you're not wasting your time because what happens a lot of times, hey, Nicole and hey, Beth and Stephanie, is that we end up stuck in this vicious, never-ending cycle of constantly organizing, constantly trying to figure out how to organize things, constantly trying to figure out the best system and the best routine and the best schedule and the best cleaning, you know, chore chart type thing. And what days should I do things on? And how many times a week should I do laundry? And you're just stuck in this cycle of being stuck, not really doing anything consistently because you have too much stuff, right? And you're not going to get to this point one day where you can just magically implement organizational systems and routines and schedules that automatically work if you have too much stuff. It's just not possible. It's not sustainable. And it's not even going to happen. I can't say this for sure because obviously my kids are still in the home, but from what I've seen from friends and family and even people in this group, it doesn't even magically just go away and get easy to do once your kids are out of the house because you still have too much stuff, right? The biggest roadblock and reason that you haven't been able to create organizational systems and solutions and routines and habits and schedules that work for you is because you have too much stuff. Okay. So as always, (laughs) I will always recommend decluttering first, downsizing the amount of stuff that you have and are trying to manage and trying to get a grip on, right? Because you honestly, guys, I've tried it. I've tried it in all different parts of my life. If there's too much to manage, it's just never going to become a sustainable system or routine or schedule for you. Hey, Kara, um, I know mornings are a little bit easier now that the kids are back in school. um, I don't have a regular time that I'm going yet, but we will will get into it. eventually. Okay. So basically what I'm trying to tell you is that any organizational system or routine or habit or schedule that you try to create and implement is not going to work until it's simplified. 
okay, it's not going to be sustainable. And you will stay in this never ending cycle of trying to find it, trying to make it work, and it's just not gonna work. Okay, so let me tell you though that once you do declutter, okay, so we're just gonna talk about the physical clutter first. But once you do physically declutter things like the toys, all of a sudden it becomes really easy to create an organizational system and flow that works for your family. It's not easy to do when you have too many toys and you've likely tried it, right? Like me, I've had playrooms and preschools full of so much stuff and I would create the perfect, it looks great, it's all on the shelf, it all has a spot and then it doesn't actually work because then the kids come in and play with it and it's way too complicated for them to keep up on too, right? So that's something that you have to take into consideration is like, yeah, it might look visually pleasing for a little bit, but is it actually functional and is it actually going to work for your family and your kids? And is it going to be sustainable not only for you, but for them too? Okay. So when you think about like your threshold and what you can organize and what you can keep up on, that's one thing, but you also have to consider your kids, especially when it comes to like organizational systems for the toys, right? You cannot expect a toddler to understand that there is a little tiny bin for her doll shoes and her doll clothes and her doll accessories and her dollhouse furniture, right? Like your toddler cannot keep up with that kind of a system. So once you simplify it, once you downsize the amount of stuff, and you give them, you know, one bucket of doll clothes, or like my daughter has one bucket of kitchen toys. It's a pretty small bucket. It's like 10 inches by maybe like six inches of kitchen food and pots and pans and utensils. All she has to do is pull out that little bucket, use it, throw it all around, play with it, and then put it all back in the bucket and put it back. Like that is an example of how an organizational system gets really easy when you downsize the amount of stuff you have and you really don't need as much as you think you need, right? You're just used to having that much around. You live in a consumerist society that tells you, you need all this stuff, so you need more, 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 more. <laughs> and I promise you that you don't and neither do your kids. Okay, so once you declutter and you have less to actually manage, it gets easier, but also those systems and routines just kind of fall into place. So when I say systems and routines, I mean things like doing the dishes after the meals, you know, right when you're done with the dishes or doing a load of laundry every other day or doing all of your laundry on one day a week, you know, whatever it is that works for you, that's a system, like that's a routine. It's something that you do on repeat and is predictable. But when you are drowning in too much stuff, those systems and habits and routines are pretty much impossible to create and keep up on because it's a matter of managing too much stuff, which nobody can successfully do in a sustainable way, right? Without completely burning yourself out, without falling behind, without doing it for a week or two and it being great and then it not being great anymore because you're doing too much. You are trying to manage too much. So once you declutter and simplify 
the things that you have, those systems will either, one or two things, will either fall into place naturally for yourself or you will be able to kind of step back and see what kind of system it is that you need to put in place for yourself. So a good example of this is, oops, my, my computer's about today, is the laundry. So for us, we downsized our laundry and all of a sudden it was really easy for me to do when I was working outside of the home full time, it was really easy for me to do all of the laundry on the weekend. I would do it either on a Saturday or a Sunday and I wasn't drowning in so much that I could actually do it all start to finish, right? I could do it all in a day. I would do like four or five loads of laundry on Saturday or Sunday, and then we'd have clothes for the weeks. And that system just fell into place naturally and easily for me. And it also applies to things like toys and dishes. Like when you have less dishes and they don't get stacked up to the sky every single day and it's not totally overwhelming for you, it's really easy to get into the habit and create a system where you are doing the dishes after every meal. And it's really easy and those kinds of things fall into place. Now, if it's something a little bit more complicated and you have like, you know, maybe you work opposite schedules of your spouse or you just have a lot going on, you have a lot of kids, they're in sports, they're in school. Once you declutter, it becomes really easy for you to create a system, you know, kind of step back and see the bigger picture of like, this is the kind of system, this is the kind of routine, this is the kind of habit that we need to be in that is going to help us, right? Whereas when you are trying to create a system of managing clutter, it's pretty much impossible to do. It's impossible to see. It's impossible to be like, all right, like I'm going to spend an hour a day just shifting these clutter piles from place to place to place to place and call it clean, right? That's, that's not a system. That is survival mode. That is living with and trying to manage too much stuff and it's just not sustainable. So um, I did an episode a, a couple weeks ago about the simple routines and habits that we are in now that school has started that saves our life daily. If you want to learn more about like the systems and routines and organizational solutions that we've found in our home that work for us, go listen to that episode because it will help you out. Um, and we just, we just don't have complicated, we don't have complicated systems because we've decluttered and it's made our systems and our organizational solutions so simple and so easy. Hey, Emerence, it's your first live for me. Love your podcast. Thank you. I'm glad that you're here and welcome to your first episode. It's always fun doing these live. Um, so if you are listening to this on the, on the podcast, anybody and you want to join us live and have a conversation, hang out with us, come find us in the group. But um, I think the last thing that I kind of want to leave you guys with is the more stuff that you have to manage, the more physical clutter, the more complicated your organizational systems and your routines and your schedules have to be in order to keep it up. So you can choose. Do you want to have a whole lot of stuff and a whole lot of really complicated systems and processes and organizational type things going on to manage what you have, or would you rather declutter your stuff and simplify the amount that you have and also declutter the amount of time and energy 
and effort and everything else that you have to pour into creating systems and organization around those things, right? They go hand in hand. It's either like more, 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 more time, more energy, more stuff, more money, more chaos, more headache, more impossible to do's or less stuff, easier solutions, easier systems, easier routines, more time, more energy. Like which one do you want? There's no right or wrong answer, but (laughs) because you're listening to this, I feel like I know what the answer is and the answer is to declutter. So if you need help getting started, join the group. Everybody in there is decluttering with us. Get into the Purge-a-thon. It's a free three-day decluttering challenge that I offer that's really simple and really effective. It's bit.ly forward slash Purge-a-thon. It's free, seriously gives you massive momentum and quick wins and a lot of success. Or, and you could do and and both of these, actually most people do both of these, get into seven days to an uncluttered home because it also is super simple and super effective and walks you through exactly how to declutter the most commonly overwhelming areas of your home, the laundry, dishes, toys, your bathrooms, your cars, your surfaces. It's so simple. It's so easy. It's so to the point and so effective and will help you quickly simplify all of your stuff, which in turn is going to simplify your need and desire for organizational systems and routines and all of this stuff. They go hand in hand. So Jessica says late, but I made it. Hello, Jessica. I'm about to hang up. My sister-in-law is actually in town visiting us and she's downstairs right now. So I'm going to go hang out with her and I will see you guys around in the group. High five each other, keep decluttering, get into the, either the challenge or the course, whatever it is that you want to do. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Hey friend, did you love this episode? If you did, I would love if you took a screenshot of it and shared it with somebody else. Okay. The whole point of this is to create a community of moms who get each other, who support each other and who, when they find something that helps them, they share it with somebody. So I would love if you shared this podcast with somebody with maybe just a little note about how it helped you or how it inspired you so that it can help somebody else. I would also love it if you left me a review. Leaving a review lets me get better stats on the internet and blah, blah, blah. Basically, it helps me help more moms like you. I would so appreciate it. If you hated this episode, I'm sorry, but I'm also kind of impressed that you listened to it all and you're still listening. So still leave me a review, still share it (laughs) because I'm sure somebody can benefit from it. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. 
If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.